All right, welcome into another episode of Restaurant Hoppin'. Uh, thank you so much for stopping in. I really appreciate you know everyone who listens to this show. It is just such a such a blessing to get feedback and and to hear that people are listening um, to this humble little show. That is that is absolutely fantastic. Thank you for tuning in. You're in for a treat today. Uh, we've got a really special guest. This is Nick Maestas. He is the owner and operator of the Muchachos Food Truck in Lincoln, Nebraska. It is a mix of New Mexican and barbecue fusion. It is beautiful. Nick, welcome to the show. Oh, hey, Dan. Thanks for having me. So just kind of before we dive in here and kind of get into the origin story and everything, kind of give people an overview of the food truck, maybe where where the idea came from, what kind of food you guys serve. Break down the menu a little bit. Sure. So we do you know, I, I love smoking meat. I love being on the Traeger and making barbecue. And I uh, I wanted to find something to sell to my, you know, not sell to my friends, but like I'd cook for, cook for my friends. And yep. they always liked everything I made. It was always great. Um, but wanted to find something different. You can get a lot of barbecue and you can get a lot of Mexican in Lincoln. So I got to thinking, you know, what, what can you do to the, that's something different. Um, so I married the two essentially. So we do smoked meat tacos nachos, uh, hatch chili mac and cheese that we make with our hatch made queso. And, um, we started doing breakfast tacos, uh, just a few months ago as well. So you, you mentioned this a little bit, but like, where did the idea for the fusion between, you know, Mexican and barbecue come from? Because when I say it, it sounds so obvious. Like, yes, that's going to be a really good thing. Those are two awesome cuisines that meld really well together but it's something that not a lot of people are doing. Right. So where'd that idea come from? So we knew we wanted to start a food truck. We had the name, we had the concept, we had the truck. I mean, we had everything laid out and ready to go. Um, so we did a soft opening at my old employer's place where they, you know, you can have parties with, you know, whatever people come in. And so we made a menu and we did what I grew up eating. So red chili enchiladas, port green chili enchiladas with like, you know, ground beef and mm-hmm. red chili enchiladas with ground beef. And, you know, one person, um, so we wanted feedback. So we said, okay, don't give me any money for the food. Give me your feedback. I want to know what you think. How much would you pay for these items on the truck? Um, do you like them? What would you like to see done different? And while everyone was kind of nice about it, yeah. you could tell that because <laughs> <laughs> they got free food. Um, the overall census was like this, just not quite right yeah there's something not quite you know right it doesn't stand out exactly exactly so one of the comments was you know you can get ground beef anywhere you can you know ground beef is in every single mexican restaurant exactly. do something different so uh you live in eagle and we had garage sale days and if you've ever been there it's big deal mm-hmm. kind of i mean <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there are a lot of people and so we thought how about we smoke a pulled pork, throw it in some tortillas, make some salsas, and just see how it goes. We ended up selling 200 pulled pork tacos out of my garage Wow! that day. Um, it was insane. Like one guy, I think, came back, ordered 10, just kept coming back and ordering pulled uh-huh. pork tacos. And so like, okay, I think this is one of them. Uh-huh. And so we just kind of kept playing with it, started making brisket, started doing chicken, you know, diced chicken thighs and um, there's a great tortilleria in Lincoln called Marlene's. Mm-hmm. Um, if you walk into the place, it's like 
walking into a warm corn blanket. Like it's so, <laughs> so amazing. Beautiful description. Oh, it's so good. Um, so we get our tortillas all local there. Um, and you know, it just started working. So we just started doing tacos and tostadas at first. And if you've never had a tostada, it is a fried corn tortilla with smoky refried beans, pulled pork, chicken, brisket, um, cheese and salsa mm-hmm. and crema. Mm-hmm. Um, this sold okay, okay, but as soon as we started doing queso and putting nachos on the menu, people stopped buying those. So we kind of knocked that off the menu, and we bring it back as like a fun, yeah, you know, for the OG muchachos fans. Mm-hmm. You might remember this in the past. Yeah, I love the tostada for the for the record. I had one when it first. I believe I had the smoked chicken. I really liked. I it. I think so. Yeah, you were. I mean, you were probably like one of the first five people to eat our food, um, <laughs> and it was amazing. <laughs> I went home and tweeted about it right away because I was like, people. Get out. So I, I, t- I let's set the stage real quick because yep. you, you kind of went there. My first experience with muchachos, I want to say this was three years ago. You guys started in yep. 2016, I believe. Yep. You were right outside the Grand Manse. It was on a Saturday of the Lincoln Farmer's Market, but you weren't actually in the Farmer's yep. Market. You are a little on the outside, and you just started doing the, the food truck as like a total side hustle for about – Correct me if my timeline is wrong, but for about a year now, you've been doing this full time. Um, six months. So six June, months. Okay. June first was my last day at my full time. Wow. Employer. So th- this is like the dream for so many people: is they they make amazing food on the side, and they wonder, I wonder, you know, could I do this full time? Could I do this for real? And you're doing it, yeah. and you're being very successful with it. Y- you know, I. It's, it takes you a minute. I mean, a lot of times you have to step back and think, like, I cannot believe this is what I do. Right. Um, you know, I got to thinking about Christmas. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to have to put – no, I'm not going to have to put in time off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, once winter comes, food truck season really slows down. And so not a really big deal um, for that. But it's really cool to be my own boss. And I get to see my kids a whole heck of a lot more during the day. I get to pick them up, get to take them to school and – um you know, they're happy about it. And honestly, like, you know, it's, it's been a great provider for the family. Mm -hmm. It's been awesome. Now it's, it's been so fun and just getting to meet you and not just getting to meet you, but talking to other people about you. Everyone is just like, he's just such a happy, like energetic, like the most hustling person there is. Where does that passion come from? Oh man. You know, I, uh, yeah. If I'm going to do this, I, I don't want to half-ass it. You know, I want to make sure that I'm doing it. And I mean, this is my name on it. Like, mm-hmm. there's no one else. There's no boss. There's no, you know, board of directors. There's no anybody else. You know, any mistake that I make is back on me. And the more mistakes you make, you know, the less, you know, you're going to upset some people and you're going to lose fans and customers and I want to, I mean, one thing I'm proud of is a high Facebook rating. You know, I think we had mm-hmm. one person, there was a scheduling mishap, and um, someone knocked us on that. But other than that, we got a 5-0 on Facebook. Um, you know, I, I really pride in making sure that people, when they leave our truck, they are fed, they're happy with their meal. But they also leave with a great experience, knowing that they were treated well, they had fun for the two to three minutes that they were interacting with us and they have something to go and tell their friends about. That's awesome. Yeah. You mentioned the name. Where's the name come from? Chachos. Yeah. So, um, so to kind of go back a little bit, um, you know, raised early on by my grandparents, yep. um, 
you know, mom was kind of hustling her butt off to, to provide. So I was with grandma and grandpa and, um, grandfather turned into this amazing father figure for me. Um, we lost him eight years ago ish. Mm -hmm. Um, and when he passed away, I struggled, man. Like I was drinking, you know, not being a great father, not being a good husband. Mm -hmm. Um, and just really, really struggling. And, um, so when we decided to do this as a more healthy way to live life and not, you know, drink myself to death. Yeah. Um, you know, we came up with the name muchachos because my grandfather, whenever I would call him on the phone, he would always answer the phone. Yo, muchacho. He only did it that's for me. Fantastic. No one else. No one else would say that. And that's your Twitter you, handle now. Yo, muchacho. Yep. So that's the name of our business. And, uh, muchachos, uh, was kind of the, is how that came to be. That is phenomenal. Yeah. And, and kind of going back to your grandparents, I, was in in my research kind of learned that um you know a big part of how you kind of got started in this whole thing is by watching your grandmother yeah. make tortillas and you were really inspired by her in fact in, in this article by the journal star you said she was so fast it was like watching an octopus like Lightning. she had so many arms why did that leave such an impression on you at such an early age she she wanted to take care of people she wanted to feed people. She wanted to make sure that they were happy when they were at her table. And I'll just never forget. I mean, I even water up talking about it right now. Um, the smells at that table and the way that she worked. And she would, I mean, that griddle is hot, man. Uh -huh. And she would just grab tortillas like it's nobody's business and never complain about her fingers burning or the blisters that she had. I mean, she probably had calloused. Yeah. You know, like it was, <laughs> it was nobody's built business. Up over right, time, for yeah. sure. Um but, you know, she busted her butt in that kitchen to, pr to provide for the people at that table. And that, I mean, that's love, man. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't get better than that for me. Like, and that's what, if I can show that to people, whether they're at my table or they're at my truck or I'm out in the community purchasing or supporting other people, that's the vibe I want to put out. That's the vibe I want to feel. See, I just, I love hearing someone say something like that so much because that's kind of getting at the essence of something that I really believe is that sometimes food can be so much more than food. Yeah. Like at, at its essence, yes, it's calories. It's something that we take in. So, you know, we have energy and we can continue to live, but like it can mean so much more to people. I mean, it, it has meant so much in my relationship and my marriage, like there are a lot of things that my wife and I really connected over food. One of our first things that we really had in common was our love of the Food Network, and it's something that we still <laughs> like really bond over. That's a, that's our Friday nights. I'm that's a little peek into my life. It might be sad, but I, I enjoy it. Diners, drivers, and knives. All oh night my off Friday. gosh, that's my show, <laughs> guy. Guy, yeah, yeah. He's he's the man. But but anyway, just getting back to my overall point, I just I love you know hearing you talk about your grandparents, hearing yeah. you talk about you know just that two to three minute interaction with someone at your food truck. It's not about just giving them a good meal. It's about giving them a good experience and taking what your grandparents instilled in you and giving that to someone else. Yeah. I mean, I, I think people often, and I think, well, you know, going back to that, I, I, supporting local, right? I think you'll get Love that it. more than going to a chain. Oh, of course, means. yeah. But when you support a local business, this is grocery bills. This is mortgage payments. And... You know, if I'm not putting my best foot forward, those things don't get taken care of. Mm -hmm. And 
it's not just because of that, but man, you really, really want people to feel that in that two to three minute interaction that they're with you to feel that love because it's, you know, they're taking their time, their money, they're, you know, they drove most likely to come visit our truck. I want them to walk away with a great experience. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, I want to make it better. However, we can do it. Okay. I want to go back to the very beginning here. We talked a little bit about kind of that, I wouldn't even call it a cold open, but when you first, you know, served the ground beef enchiladas and everything, you had the idea of a food truck in your mind already. When was the first time when the food truck entered your brain and you were like, hey, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. I can make a side, at this point it was a side hustle. I can make a yeah. side hustle out of this. Um, so I know this is going to be cheesy and, uh, but man, I watched, on us. I watched the movie Chef. Yeah. Um, and if you've, have you ever seen it? I have not. Okay. Sounds like I need to. Watch it. Um, when they, when it's John Favreau essentially is a big name chef in the city, um, gets fired because he goes on a rant about molten lava cake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so his ex-wife tells him to, to run a food truck and essentially they, he does it because he has nothing else to do. And the journey with him and his kid and his partner driving across the country. And it's totally unrealistic. Like 90% of the things in that movie just, yeah, fabricated. is not what the food truck life is all about. <laughs> not man. reality. If you could only pull up to Miami Beach and start selling Cubanos, <laughs> amazing. But, um, you know, I watched that and I'm like, man, that would be super fun. Uh-huh. Super fun to do that, even if it is just a side hustle. Because in my mind, I never thought I would leave my job mm-hmm. to do this full time. And we, we found a truck on Facebook uh, in St. Louis and... That story in itself, we could go on and on about, but um, it was it was it was some trouble. But yeah, now, you know, we've got to run it now. But man, it took a lot to get her there. But you know, we found it, and you know, the trouble and the hard work that we put into that just makes me appreciate a good running truck even more now. So as you start to like broach this idea a little bit with your family and friends, you're like, hey, I'm I'm thinking about starting a food truck. What's their reaction? Is are they like, dude, yes, go yeah. for? It. Or are they just kind of like? Whoa, that's that's a little out there. Well, you know, in Lincoln, there aren't a lot of them. It's you know, true. Even three to four years ago, there weren't very many. So when we were, you got in on the ground floor. Yeah, pretty kind, much. I mean, kind of. I mean, Haleya Nitro Burger had been there for, you know, five years prior to me, um, and they kind of they really set the groundwork um, for a lot of this. But, um, yeah, I, most of my friends were like, "Man, that's super cool," but will it work in Lincoln? Uh huh. Um, be, I mean, be just because you don't see a lot of it, you don't see that growth. Omaha was really starting to expand at that time. And I think that's about when they changed their regulations where they can park closer to restaurant doors. They can park on public streets. Um, and so that made me think, you know, if they can do it there, we can do this here. Uh-huh. We just have to find the right way to approach the city and, and make it happen. So when did you really start to see it take off? Um, man, without sounding big headed, uh, no, go for it. A uh, day one, honestly. Yeah. Um, our very first event was Love the Locals, uh, at the Bay, mm-hmm. and it's you know big makers fair, and you know we pumped it up a little bit on Facebook, you know, and you know I I love social media. I think it's super fun. I think you interact with people and build relationships there, and it kind of carried over into the business side a little bit. So I had a little bit of a head start on that front. 
Um, but day one, I love the locals, which is coming up actually this Sunday. Oh, there you go. We're not looking for anything to do. Um, we had a line probably 50 to 75 deep, uh, from the moment we opened our window and we got shut down by the health inspector that day. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the battery to my, uh, water pump died. Oh no. So we didn't have a backup. I, you know, things you learn along the way. Exactly. A, I mean, that's, yeah, that's you day one. A, you don't know that. You keep a bucket with a spout. Fill it with water, and you have a hand washing sink. Um, because we didn't have that, uh-huh. we had to turn away like fifty to seventy five people. And we, I mean, we still made some money up until that time, but definitely a learning experience. But f- when we saw that line, we're like, "Holy crap! Like, this could actually be a thing." Yeah. Um, without going into like all the, I, I know that there have been you know just frustrating legal things and yep. and things along those lines, but just how difficult was it to get the idea off the ground and and kind of you know really get it sustained? Sure, um, you know it took a lot of you know questions back and forth with our health inspector, mm-hmm. who's amazing. I mean, you ask him any question if you're upfront with them, and I found that over time you build that relationship with the city and the health department they're going to respect you because they know you're trying to do it the right way. Mm -hmm. Um, So there were a lot of growing pains in like, okay, you have to like, there was a part on our floor that had a little bit of a crack. So we had to fill that with caulking. Like there's just things that you learned through that experience. So so it took us a lot longer to get started than we would have really liked to. Mm -hmm. But once you get there, I mean, you know, every year after it's been kind of a piece of cake getting, Mm -hmm. getting inspected and, cleared and whatnot so so at what point does it start to enter your mind that maybe this is something more than you know something i do on the weekends or in the evenings maybe this is my full-time job and how scary slash exciting is that moment so i was going uh i was working full-time at uh, a creative firm here in in lincoln Mm -hmm. and i was putting in you know 45 to 50 hours a week there and then on the food truck side i was probably putting in another 30 to 40, I'd go out to Portland. I'd see all these food trucks, get inspired, come back and book all these things. And, you know, I'm working insane amount of hours on a, you know, weekly basis. And it got to the point where the bank account was reflecting that appropriately. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, man, I, you know, we're almost doing better on that front than we are on the IT front. And mm-hmm. it's like, can we sustain this thing? Can it, be something that, you know, we bank a bunch of cash, put in the savings. So if winter sucks, you know, which it is slowing down for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, this is our first winter without having a like reliable eight to five jobs. So I'm yeah. still like in the middle of like, holy crap, what's going to happen. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, looking at the numbers and looking at everything, it's like, okay, if we're going to leap, let's do it. And the, I mean, we were booking, 20 events a month, if not more, mm-hmm. um, two events a day, sometimes 10 a week. And it just got to the point where it's like, yeah, man, we, we need to try it. And you're at the point now we were talking a little bit off the mics before we started here. You're doing weddings. You're doing yeah. all kinds of events on the side, right? Weddings are huge, man. Like they're, they're really picking up and rehearsal dinners. Um, we're doing a couple Christmas parties this year, which oh, is super yeah, there fun. You go. Um, we're doing graduation parties, which is, you know, how cool is that? You know, you you walk up like, had I had a food truck at my graduation party? That would have been awesome. Awesome, man. You kidding? It would have been great. Um, 
So I think the cool factor of having the truck there um, really helps make the event even more special. So you may not have like the fancy like roast beef sandwiches with Dijon mustard. Oh, but, but you get a brisket taco. You get a brisket taco. Get out of taco. your roast beef sandwich. <laughs> right. That's not even a choice. <laughs> to be fair, I had walking tacos at my graduation with peanut butter <laughs> jelly pizza from Pizza Hut. Oh, yeah. So we had, I think, like little cut up Jimmy John sandwiches. So nice. I, I was right there with you. We weren't doing anything <laughs> super fancy. Um, what's maybe the biggest thing or the most important thing that you've learned that you wish you could go back and tell Nick from 2016, hey, man, you got to watch out for this? Um, honestly, uh, hire a money person. Okay. Uh, you know, that's probably been the one thing that had I had to do all over again, day one of full-time work, full-time food trucking, I would have had someone in place. Um, you know, we have that now. But getting up to that point, like, I wish we would have had things a little bit more clean um, just because taxes. Like, I didn't know you were because you're, you're supposed to file these quarterly. I don't know. I'm an IT guy, man. Like, I don't know this stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. Um you know, file quarterly taxes, and then there are these occupation taxes that you have to pay. And if you don't, you get a nice letter from the city saying, we're going to shut you down until you pay them. Oh, so that's not fun. No, and so those are just the things that you learn along the way that you wish, you know, had you had a money person or an accountant that knew these things up front, mm-hmm. you would have saved a lot of time and effort and whatnot. Now, I, I want to hit on the idea of, connecting food and family again real quick. I know that you're a husband and you're a father. Um, how has this business, like, have you gotten a chance to, do you, like, have that same impact on your family that maybe your grandparents had on you? Have you s- seen that at all? Or, You know, my, my youngest son, um, well, first of all, they those boys, my, my two boys make bank when they help on the truck, yeah, they get the tips and they do, they take home serious. They make more than I do sometimes. Really? Like they made like $60 on tips one night. Dang. Amazing stuff. I mean, they just show off their red hair and smile and whatever people give them money. They're cute. Yeah. Right. Um, I try that. It doesn't work. Like, <laughs> like pay, pay me fatty. Like, don't. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, my, my oldest is really starting to take an, a liking to cooking and like, he, he can't legally do a lot of things on the truck. I mean, we'll mm-hmm. have him do some stuff that, you know, to make him. You know, he's like, can I do something other than forks and napkins, Dad? Like, legally? Do some of the fun no. stuff, yeah. Um, but, the, you know, when it's just him and I, you know, we'll we'll get into cooking and we'll teach him some things. And, like, he start, you can see that he's starting to get the itch a little bit um, when he gets away from Fortnite and whatever else yeah, get away um, from the ipad yep but uh yeah and that's kind of been the one thing that has made me proud when he asks like hey what can i do what can i what can i learn today on here what can i how can i help and mm-hmm. that you know as a dad that's, that's awesome. you, i mean i hope that this thing in all honesty i hope that this thing grows and we turn it into something you know bigger than what it is now um and that one day i hope he would want to take it over it just, yeah, as a dad, that's, I think, what anyone wants. You actually, you just perfectly segued into my next question. So very nice job. What 
when you look at the future, what does it hold for muchachos? Is, is it something where you have a grand plan where you're thinking about a brick and mortar, or is it just kind of like let's take it season by season yeah. here and see how this thing goes? What's your plan look like? Well, I think um, now that we have a full summer of full time metrics, mm-hmm. um, we have a little bit better idea of what we can forecast moving forward. And I know that's geek talk and money, and that's not yeah. exciting and fancy and whatnot, but. Um, I think we have a really good idea of what we can do moving forward. Um, a couple ideas that I have right now um, are to buy a second truck mm-hmm. and then have one be Omaha specific. Yeah. And then have one be Lincoln yes, specific. That's what I like to um, hear. We would have home base be in Lincoln. Um, so we would have to either rent out a commissary um, or have a. So. Oh, man. <laughs> I shouldn't be okay. Cool. So you, what don't, I wanna, you don't have to divulge too much information. That's fine. No, we're gonna do it. Okay. I want to have a breakfast taco joint, Ooh. solely breakfast tacos, closing at at eleven. Yeah. So open from six a.m. to eleven a.m. Yeah. Selling only breakfast tacos in Lincoln, and then from ten until whenever it becomes a commissary for the trucks to provide for Lincoln and uh, Omaha trucks. And then they come back, we clean up, do it all over again the next day. That'd be fantastic. It's kind of that's kind of the dream. Just I know that I'm being selfish here, but I'm I'm really rooting for that Omaha truck. Yeah. You guys would absolutely kill it here. I, I have hope no so. doubt. I know this city's cuisine, its palate. Yes, it would be a huge hit. And I would definitely stand for it. Yeah, we've done we've done a few here in in not in Douglas. We can't we can't serve in Douglas, but we've done Sarpy and um, we, we do really well. Mm-hmm. And we went to Cross Strain once and just oh, you're killed on it. Papillion, I think, once uh, or twice. Yeah, we're going maybe? to uh, Nebraska Brewing on the twentieth. Right, yeah. Um. So that'll be that'll be fun. Um. So I want to I want to activate some some people's salivary glands here and, and yeah. talk a little bit more about the food. Kind of talk to me about like how the menu has evolved. How you've you know experimented with different flavors. Maybe at, you know added the the mac and cheese yeah. or added the breakfast tacos. You've taken some things off. How, how do you like, are you just experimenting with in your free time, just trying to figure out what works, new recipes, stuff yeah. like that? I mean, I think one thing that has made us successful as a small business is we've found niche and we do it really well. Yes. And I never want to be that, that business that has a menu that is, three or four pages long and you have to sit and try to figure all these things out. Everything's average and nothing stands out. Exactly. I want to do three or four things and I want to do them really well. I love that. And to hell with the rest of it, you know? And, (laughs) um, so, you know, I think the core will always be tacos, nachos, hatch Mac, uh, and breakfast tacos. Mm -hmm. Um, adding that queso was a life changer for us. Um, there's a shout out to another food truck in Lincoln that has since closed motor food. Oh, I, know that I loved you had them. motor food. Yes. Um, great friends of mine. And they kind of helped me develop the, the cheese, the base of the cheese sauce. Uh-huh. And then I kind of ran with it and made it our own, but that was kind of a, an homage to them uh, to, to get that going. And so then, you know, I knew that they were done. Okay. Do you mind if I run a Mac on my truck? And they, they were totally cool with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do a, so we came up with a mac and cheese that is queso based. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so our hatch chili in the queso mixed with macaroni noodles, topped with brisket, pulled pork or chicken, and then avocado crema, our sweet and spicy coleslaw. Um, 
and our hatch green chili or red tomato based salsas. If you're listening to this and you're not like <laughs> Googling muchachos and trying to figure out where this food truck is going to be next, I don't know what to tell you <laughs> after that description. That That's just your own personal problem. You need to get that figured out. You know, I never thought that that would be one of the more popular items on the truck, but it is really like we get requests all the time. Like, hey, are you going to have hatchback at this event? We have companies that reach out and solely only want Mac mm-hmm. for their company lunch. I mean, it's wow. just, yeah. It's turned into quite the thing. Now, I want to talk about, we're recording this uh, in the first week in December. I cannot go without mentioning this because I thought it was super cool. During Thanksgiving, uh, Muchachos, you guys partnered with the Food Bank of Lincoln, and you fed 80 people meals for Thanksgiving. Where did that idea come from, and what was that experience like for you, getting to serve the community? So... My family in New Mexico owns a few Mexican restaurants down there. Mm -hmm. And one of my first memories in life was going to New Mexico, sitting at the restaurant. The mariachi was there singing. They're like, white boy, eat your cheeseburger. (laughs) (laughs) Because I ordered a cheeseburger at a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, (laughs) And it's in Spanish, and they're singing it. um, But the story that I learned that they do is they, every Thanksgiving, they make a meal, a family meal. They put it out on the on their tables. Anyone is welcome. No money accepted. Mm-hmm. Just wherever you are, if you can afford it, if you can't afford it, if you need a meal, if you don't need a meal but still want to sit, you're more than welcome to. And that that's the philanthropic side of things that drives me. Like them doing that there is what I want to do here. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to feed people where they are. If you can't afford a meal, like if you're – you know, you run and your card gets declined. I'm not going to say, no, dude, go away. I mean, if Starbucks can give me a coffee because my card declines, I can give you a couple talk. It's not going to break my bank. Yeah. You know, I I would rather you have the meal than me have $7 and however much profit that is on, uh-huh. on that. So, um, so to get back to the Thanksgiving thing, um, Michaela at the food bank, she and I have kind of become close friends and, I told her about my wanting to serve people on Thanksgiving. And she's like, well, this was a year ago. Uh, A couple months ago, she approaches me and says, I know you want to do it this way, but how would you feel about this? There's a a group of people living in this place in Lincoln, and I can't go into the details because of, um, you know, health and human services and things would shut things down and whatnot. Um, But they're living in this place in Lincoln and you know, they don't have money. They don't have a way to get transportation to go to Matt Talbot or the the mission to get yeah. meals. They have nothing. And so we're like, hell yeah, man, I'm in. Whatever you need. They're like, well, let's go meet them. So we went and sat down, and they're like, they may be anti-Thanksgiving dinner just because family stuff is always touchy. Oh, yeah. And... When we got there, they're like, yeah, oh, turkey and mashed potatoes sounds amazing. So we're like, okay, we got it. So we started this fundraising campaign. And thank you for your donation, by the way. Yeah, no problem. Um, and we ended up raising $1,200. That's incredible. In what was it, like four or five days? Yeah, it wasn't much time. Super quick. Um, so we got 120 pounds of turkey, 50 pounds of mashed potatoes, corn, green beans. So to get into the food side real quick, we yeah. made green bean casserole with our Hatch queso. 
Oh my god! Yeah, dude, it was it was pretty bomb. You just changed Thanksgiving. It was so good. Um, so we did that um, and ended up. We bought a bunch of to go boxes. Um, there was a local church in town that provided fifty pies, and we set everything up. Oh, I'm not kidding, dude. There, the roof was leaking in this place. They had like cones set up to where to avoid don't step in puddles. Mm-hmm. Kids were like jumping in and like rolling around. I mean. Um, it's heartbreaking. It was very heartbreaking. It was, it was, I'll never forget it, man. Um, but the thing that I won't forget is sitting down with a few of these people. Um, and one of the comments that we got back was, you know, we don't remember the last time we walked away from the table full and satisfied. Mm-hmm. Don't remember. Like, man, how, the, how, how can people like, how can you turn away from that? How mm-hmm. can you know that this is going on and not want to help? Mm-hmm. Um, so it wrecked me, man. For a couple of days after that, I was just a hot mess. Um, Cause I take that, I take this stuff probably to, to heart, but it's, know. but it's good to be passionate about yeah. it. I, I find that incredibly inspiring. Um, but you know, we, we took to go boxes. People had, plates to go and they have a microwave where they're staying. And so they can at least pop their meal in the microwave. So they had a couple meals for the next two days. Um, I cut off an entire leg quarter with this guy. He's like, Hey man, I really like the wings. Can I have a wing? So I cut off the entire wing and the leg quarter and he's like, mind blown. <laughs> yeah. Um, just super appreciative. And, um, these are people that, you know, we're going to feed again. in uh, you know, the couple days before Christmas, uh-huh. we're going to do the exact same thing. We're going to go all out, provide this, a plus meal for them, a meal that they, you know, you probably can't get at other places. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to do it. We want to make them feel like royalty for a day. Mm-hmm. We want to make them full and fat and happy um, and feel that spirit that a lot of us get to partake in in the holiday season. And that's the thing I think that's so important to recognize is like not only are you feeding them, you know, for a day or even for a couple of days, but you're showing someone that you care. Yeah. Like, I think the you know so many times the underprivileged people like they just feel like no one cares about yeah. them and unfortunately in so many cases that that is kind of true. It's true in a lot so, of cases. Yeah. yeah, so it's so great to just show them, hey, there are people out there who who are rooting for you, who want to see you get back on your feet. And speaking of that, if people and maybe I'm getting ahead of this, maybe it's not set up yet, but if people want to donate to the Christmas fund, like mm-hmm. you mentioned so many people donating to Thanksgiving, how can they donate to that Christmas fund and, and help these people out? Um, the link is still live from okay. what we did at Thanksgiving. Um, I kept it open through the holiday season um, just in case people wanted, you know, they were inspired from the Thanksgiving thing and wanted to participate uh, in Christmas as well. So um, I'll post that on my Facebook page and I can shoot you the link and we can yeah, make it well, available on websites and whatnot. We will blast the heck out cool. of that on social and hopefully we can make that $1,200 seem like yeah, just the starting point. I know this, this is going to be overkill and I, I'm still thinking about the Christmas menu, but man, how great would it be to do prime rib for people? Oh, fantastic. Like smoked prime rib. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It's, it's kind of what I'm driving towards. If it breaks me a little bit, so be it. I, but I think that'd be pretty fun to have them sit down to a prime rib dinner on Christmas. That is amazing. Yeah, man. Uh, so as we wind down here, I think we need to, you know, we've talked so much about this, the journey of this food truck, the awesome food that you have. 
Where can people find it every day? You're very active on social media. Is that the best way to just for people to just get on social media and be like, okay, where's Muchachos going to yeah. be today? So every Monday we post the schedule on Facebook. Gotcha. Um, and then we usually blast that through Instagram and Twitter. Um, YoMuchacho.com is our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I link my Google Calendar straight to that. So you can see where we are unless I forget to go back and like change the privacy setting on something. So it just says I'm busy. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that's that's probably the best way. So, or, or just honestly reach out. I love talking to people. If you're curious about where we're going to be in a week, um, just shoot me a message. I'm happy to chat. Well, there you have it, people. You no longer have any excuse to <laughs> not go get some New Mexican barbecue fusion. You can find muchachos and it's a full-time job. He's is. He, Nick is out doing this all the time, and it is delicious. It is worth it. Take my word for it. I put my stamp of approval on this place every single time, and I think you don't need my stamp of approval. I think just listening to you and hearing your passion and the effort that has gone into this, people, you know that he's not putting forth a shoddy product. There's no question. This is high quality. This is delicious. You'll enjoy it. Nick, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a true pleasure. Do I get to say, like, you get to ask me the question? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I yeah. will ask you. I, see, this I, is the best part of the whole thing. I, I hesitate to ask. <laughs> I hesitate to ask chefs this question because as I'm asking a question, then it's like, well, are they just going to say their place? No, are they going to go somewhere else? No. Okay. So I can't eat my own food, dude. Like, I'm, I smell like it all the time. Like, I don't want to. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So if you're a frequent listener to the podcast, you know, I end really every interview by asking the guest for their I got you restaurant, which is, you know, you've got a friend or family coming in from out of town and they're like, hey, I need something. I- I'm a foodie. I want to really experience something great that a no great Nebraska meal that Nebraska has to offer where are you sending me, Nick? And okay. you say, hey, man, I got you. Where are you sending them? Okay, so for breakfast, uh, I'm going to send them to the Green Gateau. Oh, Lincoln. yes. That is me and my wife's place. We yeah. we go to Lincoln. like We will just drive to Lincoln, go there, and then drive back. We love so it so good. much. It's, it's great. incredible. Great. I mean, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, the place is phenomenal. Yes. Um. But, yeah, breakfast for sure. Potato pancakes. Oh, so good. Life-changing. Um, for lunch? Uh, I'm gonna take them to Hewya because I gotta yes. gotta rep the fellow food Homage truckies. To the food truck, yep, uh, um, like a Korean inspired food is. truck, right? They got banh mi, they got Korean tacos, stuff like that. Um, yeah, rice boxes, so yep. like chicken and pork rice box. Mm-hmm. Um, they came out with Korean fries recently, which are like crispy French fries. They're like Korean hoisin mayos. Oh yes, uh, they're pork and chicken and. Oh man, it's so good. Like <laughs> I didn't get this way by not eating Hey, yeah, I'll tell you that much. Body by Hioy. <laughs> oh, so <good. laughs> um and then for dinner, um, man, I think I love a good steak. So single barrel, I think, in Lincoln. You are the second person in my last two episodes who has said that, who has said the single barrel. I yeah. don't think people recognize how good of food that place has. Like everyone thinks of it as like the swing dancing bar. Yeah. And yes, you can go there to swing dance, but they have really good food. I think the executive chef is like the the instructor at the culinary arts place in Lincoln too. Oh, wow. So, there and they go. were featured on game day. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I honestly, I'm going to put this out there. Best steak in Lincoln, man, for sure. I won't fight you on that. And I don't think Robin Washett will either. He, <laughs> I think he had the same thing to say when I had him on a couple weeks ago. He was basically like, 
he called out Lincoln steak joints and he's like, you know, I think the best one is probably single barrel. Yeah. So the turf and turf every time. <laughs> turf and turf. turf. Yep. It's just so, a beautiful description. Yeah, you know, steak on top of pulled pork. I mean, how do you not <laughs> fall in love with that? You can't beat that. Just <laughs> all the meats. Right. Um, you got a dessert? Oh gosh. I'm oh, kind of putting man. you on the spot there. Yeah. Um so there's a new joint in town that I've fallen in love with. Oh boy. Called the Chocolate Season. And they're sounds awesome. They're off of 40th and Old Cheney in Williamsburg. Uh-huh. And they have a coffee cart. So their coffees are great, but they bring in like import this Italian chocolate and they make these little amazing sexy nuggets of chocolate. And their puppy chow is the best puppy chow I've ever had in my life. But all their treats and desserts and everything, uh-huh. like this man boob is all Halia, <laughs> and this man boob is chocolate season stuff. It is so, so good. Um, yeah, I would go, f- I, w- I would load up on desserts there for sure. Well, I am extremely glad that I, that you inter- that you, Answered that question. You made me ask you that question because I got to hear something described as sexy nuggets of chocolate. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to steal that and (laughs) use that going forward whenever I have like some really good fudge or something. Oh, as you should. Um, Ice cream, though, 402 Creamery. I think get some love there, too. Yes, absolutely. I love that place. Yeah. All right. Now now that we've got that. Yes. Which I think was the best part of the episode, honestly. Yeah. Nick? Thank you for joining the show. Thank you so much for your time. This was a real pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right, people. Now you know. Get out to Muchachos. Great food truck. Like you said, look them up on social media. You can find them there. Interact with them. And go get you some brisket tacos, some breakfast tacos. You won't be sad about that. All right. Thanks for eating with me, everybody. I'll talk to you next week. A Parkville Media Production.